Hi, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. I'm your host, Brent Constantine, and with me is Christine Bordelin. Hello. So nice to okay, be back. Okay, hold on a second. So I just want to say to the uh, the group that's in before us, you, you're leaving the studio in a bit of a mess. That's true. And, you know, I haven't said anything about this on air. Definitely have complained to the management here at the recording pods at the library. And I get here, the place is just covered in cashews. And uh, most of them are on the floor. It's a bit of the honor system here that you're not booking these rooms out. Uh, it seems like you're just showing up here with a bag of cashews. And I don't, I don't know what you're recording. Maybe uh, just eating nuts live on air. But, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you, uh, you know, if you cut it out. And I assume you're listening to this podcast. Otherwise, I guess I'm just um, kind of saying this is a, is a warning to anyone who is listening. If you are in a recording booth, just eat the cashews before you get inside. I think that would be um, just a bit more respectful. Hey, remember when Cactus Club was way back in the day was doing that thing where they had like the sawdust on the ground and stuff inside. And then every time you walked in, you had the sawdust everywhere and there was like barrels and and nuts and stuff. Do you remember that? No, not at all. Uh, so I want to give a shout out to Grunt Connection here. Um Grunt Connection, the uh, the singles uh, military grade CrossFit facility and uh, smoothie training bar, and uh, we we had sort of agreed that dating tips and tricks and expert love advice was the exclusive soundtrack to uh, the workout facility. But um, you know, I stopped in the other day. Seems like they're playing a different dating podcast in there now on a loop. No one, no one really at the front desk knew what I was talking about. They said this is a podcast, and I said, "Well, I know it's a podcast." but it's not my podcast. And they said, well, I, I can't really do anything. And I said, well, there's hooked up to that iPhone right there. Just give me the iPhone. And they wouldn't let me see it. Grunt Connection, you're a bit on blast here. Same with uh, the Love Recommendation Factor podcast with Dr. Mary Hart and Bruce Mellon. You know, I, I just want to say what you're doing is really unscrupulous. From what I heard of your podcast there at Grunt Connection, it really doesn't seem like, you know, you've got a future in um, in podcasting. It sounded like garbage to me uh, and, you know, looking around and hanging out at that, that gym and, uh, you know, approaching a lot of those those singles, working out, you know, I asked them their thoughts and they said, well, I don't know, I've got headphones in and I said, well, take them out and t take a listen to this. And, uh, you know, some of them did, you know, they said, well, you know, it's interesting. And I said, well, listen to this podcast and what do you think? And so I played that one on my phone for them and it, you know, it was kind of you know, it was a bit difficult to hear with two podcasts playing on different speakers. But, I, you know, I think I got the reaction I was looking for. And I took that back to the front desk. Here's a bit of um, actual data. Well, what did they prefer? You know, and I think that that was a bit biased because they had the better speaker system. What did they prefer? Well, they said they yeah, they said uh, love recommendation factor with Dr. Mary Hart and Bruce Mellon is what they. But again, I think oh. that that was because. They had the superior speaker system. Right. I really think it was unfair. And then, like I said, most people just were kind of, you know, a bit uninterested in, in talking about it at all. And and that's fair. Brent, I wasn't going to tell you, but um, so I go to Grunt Connection and I, I do work out there. And mm -hmm. I was back in the jungle room and they were just playing like alpha waves. Was oh, that a podcast? No, it's just, they're just sounds of... 
Okay, I, I'm not, not not really worried about that. Our deal was exclusively for you know uh, podcasts. If you want, maybe I could like set up like a little boombox in the jungle room just to see like if it's loud enough, it could go over the alpha waves. I think that's honestly worth worth doing. And if we could kind of strategically place, I, I'm pretty sure sound rises. So if you put them down at the base of the gym or aka the floor, you know that would kind of if not overpower at least an equal kind of ambient noise would be created. Right. This is the world of business. And I think that this is a bit of a flex on their part and, and I'll come with a counter offer and it'll be, it'll be a bit of this until we can. Um, I mean, though, what can you really offer? I think high quality, uh, high quality podcast audio. But you're already offering that. So mm -hmm. like, what more can you offer? You know, maybe just stay in your lane and uh, just let me know what uh, what's happening down there at the Grunt Connection. OK, OK, so get the get those speakers in. Otherwise, you know, keep it to yourself. And uh, this is sort of a business deal. So. All right. Fair enough. Bit of an attitude today. And I think that that's kind of the edge of uh, that was a positivity. Former felon. I didn't really want to say anything, I but you've kind of forced my hand here. Officially charged. Uh, a lot of questions I've been getting um, saying, I don't know if I really feel safe anymore while listening to the podcast when there is a, um, you know, a, a convicted or semi-convicted uh, prison felon who, who's well, giving that's ridiculous. advice. That's unfair and um, biased. Mm. Well, I'm not, Christine, again, this is not me saying this. This is, uh, these are listeners. Well, you can tell them to drop dead, honestly. Mm -hmm. It's all good. That's some real 2% logic. And I'm right. just oh, yeah. not going to deal with that at all. Yeah, things are going really well for me, actually. I've been working a mm -hmm. lot with Abdul. I'm pretty stoked. And I I have actually um, mm -hmm. taken on a few mentees. Abdul has actually, he trusts me so much and has put so much faith in me that he has placed me in like the most high traffic area um, outside the women's prison, actually. Mm -hmm. Um and everybody that comes out, I do like Abdul did to me. And I just come up to them and I ask them, do you have a family? Do you have anyone that's going to miss you? And if not, then I just like take them with me. Mm -hmm. And then we all go back to the independent development facility. Abdul says I'm like one of the rising stars of uh, the organization and like one of the fastest growers. Like I was up to 16%. I mean, now I'm back down to 11%. Um, well, actually, today I found out I'm back down to nine. But like you can see how quickly you can go up and down and just kind of like every day it depends. And when I get to 22 percent, I get my own QR yeah, code. It's pretty fascinating stuff. You've um, kind of gotten yourself uh, into. Brent, I've never mm, felt so yeah. good about myself. After last week's show, I've been getting these like pizza boxes left at the end of the driveway. and With pizzas in them? No. When you open them up, they're just kind of like dead rats mm. that have been sliced up mm. and there's no pizza at all. Inside the box with the dead rats, there's a plant that's mm. all like dead and brown. And Pretty weird mistake for the for the pizza delivery company to make. But it keeps happening every day. And, and since the podcast, and I just feel like I'm being watched. And also I can see like a couple people watching me usually. Mm. I mean, I don't know if they're just hanging out or what, but uh, they're either outside of the their car or they're sitting inside of it and it's got a decal on the side that says brown fern gang 
sometimes they're yelling at me and saying, you messed with the brown fern mm. gang, we're going to get you, that sort of thing. I don't know. It's kind of scary. It just kind of feels like menacing. And yeah, I don't really know what's going on. It could really mean anything. Yeah. You know, the weird thing is that after last episode, I did mention, I don't know if you remember, but this gang called the brown fern gang. Mm. When I was watching all the news about Danny's death, they never mentioned them. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm the only one that's kind of like mentioned them in a public way. So I don't know if I've maybe been targeted or something. I don't know, Christine. Again, this is your personal, these are your personal issues and you're kind of bringing them into the podcast like this. So um, Brent, I'm going to need you to take last episode down where I say that stuff. I I just feel like for my safety, I probably need that taken down. Unfortunately, I wish I could, but that's already in rotation at Grunt Connection and online at uh, the Amazon podcast house. Really out of my hands at this point. I I don't know how to deal with this. I'm sort of freaking out right now, honestly. Uh, Can we just, uh, can we just go, can we just move forward, please? Uh, can we take a break? I, I just feel like maybe I should text Abdul right now or maybe maybe call him or something. I I'm think not... the sooner we just finish the podcast, the sooner you can get out there and uh, confront those gang members. They're outside. They're outside, Brent. Hmm. I saw him when I was walking in here and I thought they had a crush on me. No, I think that they might actually, you know, physically crush you to death the way that they uh, they did that to Danny, allegedly. And I, I want to say and I want to make the record clear that I do not believe the Brown Ferns had any uh, part of uh, the the disappearance or murder of Danny. That's something that kind of Christine came up with herself. And she's, as far as I know, the only one fingering those, uh, those ferns. Shit. Hey, uh, Shane McLean back with another another edition of, uh, of Love Is, which is uh, the relationship advice that... I know this is a relationship advice podcast already, and it seems weird to have a segment within it that's more relationship advice, but this is specifically a study into this specific relationship, and you can come on board that ship with us. So to pick up from last week, what we've been doing is focusing on strengthening our relationship, and uh, I've been doing that at home. I'm home all the time. Um, I just want to, I'll go ahead and jump in and say that, uh, sorry if there's any background noise and that's bothering you, but that's just going to be the way it is because that's, that's kind of the way I run things here. It's, it's kind of a freewheeling, you know, no walls kind of, they do what they want and I do what I, I, what I can. Yep. Get off, (laughs) please. Yeah. Uh, taking care of the boys and, uh, yeah, that's. No, that's a good way to, uh, yeah, that's a good drawing. Maybe on the wall, uh, not on the walls. Yep. I'll clean it up. It's no, no big deal. I got time to clean. I got time to lean and I got time to clean. I got time to lean cuisine. Honestly, we've been eating mostly lean cuisine. I'm not much of a cook. There's no microwave here, so I've been putting them in the oven. At first, they flat out refused to eat what I was providing them. They hated the lean cuisines. Eventually, when that was all that was left, everything in the house had been replaced by lean cuisines. They are eating them, but they're eating as much as they want. Lean cuisine's a wonderful product, but the crux is if you eat more than one, it's just cuisine, and they're eating much more than one. A piece. So they uh, found a bit of a loophole in my diet plan. They're smart kids, I'm not denying it. It's probably all those calories, you know, it's giving them extra brain energy. Grilled chicken, carbonara, grilled chicken, fettuccine, chicken and wine sauce. That's for the older boys. Chicken a la orange. Oh, no, no. No, sorry. No, Big Steve, no, no, yeah. Bit of a false alarm. Sorry. Yeah, the boys heard me say chicken a la orange, and that is their favorite one. So they are pretty hyped up right now. Uh, I've been all over trying to find more. I think it's discontinued or something, and I just can't find it anywhere. Big Steve, put it down. 
Put it, put it down. Put the dog down. I cut. I'm looking. I'm looking for the yellow orange. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm. I've got some leads. No, I don't know when she's coming home. Yeah, I would like to know too. I, I stop eating them so fast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm not. I don't need to. No. No. I know. Yeah. No. It won't happen again. I'm sorry. I could just add orange to the one of the other chicken dishes. No. They don't like that. Don't like that at all. And uh, to catch you up on my beloved Marsha, uh, she's been gone for a couple weeks now, and things are going great. One of the biggest things you got to learn in a relationship is space. Space is important. Space is essential. And I'm giving her the space that she needs. Um, and she's taking a lot right off the bat, you know, but maybe I'm banking up some space that I can use later. I can't see why I would want to. So, uh, you know, I've been doing my best to check in with her. I've been making calls. Mailbox has been full, packed with messages. Um, must be a lot of people looking to find her. Um, but uh, yeah, I've had uh, no no luck thus far. Far. So I've spent a lot of time uh, trying to track her down in different ways. I've called her law office, Brungo and Associates. Um, Brungo's phone seems to be disconnected and I can't get a hold of the associates uh, for the life of me. But I do have an ace up my sleeve. Uh, I happened to leave my iPod Touch in Marsha's Range Rover and I was thinking maybe I, online I could somehow uh, trigger or activate that iPod Touch and, and queue up the uh, relationship sounds and songs playlist that I created for her at the beginning of our relationship last month. And maybe that would trigger some sort of uh, memories of romance and, and love. And she'll think, I got to turn this this Range Rover around. I got to re-rove these ranges uh, in reverse order. Um, but unfortunately, I don't even know if it had a charge uh, left when I, when I left it in there, I think. Okay, I'm just gonna try her one more time here. I got a good feeling. I'm just gonna try and get her on the air. Hi, you've reached the private voicemail of Marsha Gonlinder, private counsel for the government of Barbados and the protectorate of Northern Guam. If you're calling about the Range Rover, it's already been sold. Please leave a message after the beep. Oh, it's sold. Okay. There goes the iPod idea. There's a lot of incorrect information on here. Um... Uh, yeah, I think the voicemail might have been compromised. This is this is a clear voicemail hack. Um, yeah, so uh, that's uh, an, another uh, another episode in the can. I can't believe it. Uh, I can't believe it. Um, I guess the message of this week would be um, that no matter how hard the times get, you get through those hard times together. Or, in our case, together, separately. And if you do that, then you might just find what love is. Well, Brent, you asked me recently, um, well, kind of got just got mad at me for not doing enough for the podcast and bringing things forward in the podcast. So I took it upon myself to bring in a bit of an expert today. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, definitely let's get this over with uh, so that I can move on with the podcast. Okay, Christine, I'm here. What is this place? It smells like cashews. Uh, so this is my roommate, Bita Judaki. Uh, I'm actually pretty excited that she's here today. Um, okay, my name is Bita. I'm a celebrity relationship expert and a bit of a celebrity myself. I did this for Christine as a personal favor. 
everybody gets one. And like, I don't know anything about like big wig type people, but she knows it all. And like these people have a lot of money and um, a lot of responsibilities and they go to her for advice. So Christine, I did want to bring up that you still have all those cats in the house. Just do something about it, okay? I'm sick of them looking at me. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, I, I, I just... Well, welcome, um, you know, uh, unscheduled guest. Now that I've got a look at you, we definitely appreciate you being here. And, uh, you know, you've kind of brightened up this recording studio that's covered in cashews. You know, most of the time I'm just staring at Christine, which can definitely get to me after a while, but uh, I, yeah, I really fair. appreciate you being here. I'm glad to see, uh, you know, if I may, um, an incredibly beautiful woman here in the studio with us today. And it's a big change, you know, how we've recorded in the past. Vita's so. doing this as a favor to me. And um, well, I mean, also this month, she's not going to pay rent, which is pretty sweet. That's $150 in okay, your pocket. Christine, um, I think that your part is finished. And I think you've invited uh, a friend um, to share her mind and her wisdom and um, see what falls out of that beautiful mouth. Well, okay, yeah, she, you're right. Please be quiet, Christine. Back up for the microphone and maybe just turn that off for a second. Uh, okay. So, Bita, I'm really interested in your background, um, you know, romantic, uh, genetically, so why don't you tell me a bit about, you know, how you've gotten to gotten involved with Christina? I, I feel like, um, you know, class wise, there's kind of a discrepancy there. So I actually met Christine through a Craigslist ad. I was just slumming one day as kind of a joke. And I picked the one that seemed the most pathetic. My boyfriend, DJ Gronk, ever heard of him? If not, you must not attend a lot of boat shows. Right now, we're not living together. A bit of a miscommunication. He says he kicked me out. I say it's just a matter of time. So until then, I'm just letting Christine let me stay with her. And here we are today. DJ Gronk. Yeah, DJ Gronk. He sounds like, uh, he sounds like an idiot. Uh, Gronk. See, the thing with DJ names is you pick them yourself. And uh, to choose that shows you're a bit of a joker for sure. Thanks so much. Um, you know, I don't really need for you to say that, but I definitely like it. And yeah, I just like to give my head a shake. I know, again, you can't see it. Uh, DJ Gronk, if you're listening... Hey, I'm uh, I'm taking a look at uh, your cast off here and uh, you made a big mistake, buddy. DJ Gronk once wrote a song about me. It was titled, I Want to Fuck You in a Public Park. Remix, brackets from behind. And up until now, that was the most romantic thing anyone's ever done for me. I'm a bit of a celebrity. Oh, that's incredibly pathetic. You know, just like the name you could have really chosen whatever you wanted, uh, you didn't even have the class to choose to sing about a private park. You went straight to public park. Uh, anyone really could be around. So he's saying now that that song was actually about someone else, but I've still got keys to the condo. I can go back anytime. And I know the schedule for all the upcoming boat shows. Oh my God, that's so sad, Bita. I'm so sorry. Okay, smart. Christine, could you could you uh, just give Bita a second here? She's obviously going through a lot of um, a lot of um, emotion. I think that you kind of butting in here as sort of your want to do is is kind of unneeded. And uh, Bita, just you know, you can share here on the podcast. And don't worry, Christine is not going to interrupt you. You know, she's a bit of an ogre, I'm sure, at home. But uh, here, you know, she's tamed. Like one of those ogres in Lord of the Rings that the orcs 
controlled by putting collars on. That's not why I wear the collar. Okay, Christine. Okay, Christine. Just let Bita talk. Oh, yeah. No, that's totally fair. You know, it must be, you know, interesting living with Christine. And what does the roommate uh, setup look like there? Well, we've got a lot of inside jokes. Okay, Christine, could you just let uh, Bita answer the question, please, for once while she's Um, here? So I took over the master suite. Christine was in there when I first moved in, but I took care of that pretty quickly. But I didn't deserve it. The thing Christine doesn't understand is is that I'm a bit of a celebrity and I have had a hard life. My dad was a billionaire and he still is. Do you understand how tough that can be? Right, yeah. I could tell that about you because um, you seem like a woman who's been ground a bit in the past, but hasn't let it get you, you know, as down as maybe someone as weak-willed as uh, Christine potentially would. And again, no offense to Christine. Absolutely not. I totally get it. But Brent, I, I, I just need to be careful that maybe this can't get into the final edit because my dad thinks that I'm staying in that room instead of behind mm-hmm. the couch. So mm-hmm. maybe we should just like uh, censor that part. Well, or... we'll see. I, You know, I it's tough to say what makes it into the final edit. Right. Uh, so Bita, definitely, you know, don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you're a beautiful single woman um, who probably has a lot of things going on for her. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure what your schedule looks like, but love to get some information on that and, uh, you know, what you're up to later this week. You can email me, uh, Bita at Gronk. Dot com. It might get caught in the spam filter, though. I think that it's good to get some just follow up, you know, quizzes and uh, feedback forms that I'm going to send you about your experience on the podcast. And, uh, you know, maybe we could meet up for, um, you know, a crap, uh, a frappuccino um, or, you know, an ice cap or something, some Timbits or something like that. I don't know, whatever you're interested in. I eat exclusively at celebrity restaurants like Red Robin. It's where I first met DJ Gronk. He was performing for my nephew's bar mitzvah. A lot of the parents were pretty upset about the content of the song, but I knew that it was meant to be. Freckled lemonade, um, bottomless fries. I've taken a lot of uh, business partners and uh, potential business partners there in the past. It's just a you know, it's a good budgeting Have thing. you ever been at a Boston pizza? Ew, of course not. Do you even know me, Christine? Yeah, Christine, could you just uh, just keep, maybe keep quiet until uh, Bita asks you to say something? I think that, you know, just as the flow of the podcast, I really feel like it works a bit better when, um, you know, Bita's talking and she asks for your opinion. And uh, every other time, it's really been jarring. And I feel like she it's going to be really difficult. She just hasn't really asked me Okay, for my Christine, opinion. so Christine, so just... Just hold on a second here for a second. And uh, I'd really, you know, we hear from you every week and uh, Beat is here. And uh, it's it's great to finally have someone else in the studio that um, is also an expert on relationships. And would love to give you the floor. So during my time with DJ Gronk, I was pretty high up in the Vancouver celebrity social scene. I'm pretty much personal friends with all the Vancouver top celebrities. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've heard of some of them. The Raccoon Kid, Dink Winkerman, who you might know from the late night weather report. He mostly talks about night weather, like dark clouds. Mm, Yeah. I've seen those, I think, at um, night. The Steam Clock Kid. Uh, rest in peace to the Steam Clock Kid 1, 1996 to 2006. I brunched with the Da Vinci twins. It was breathtaking. Mm. 
you know, twins, uh, I feel have gotten a bad rap the last few years with uh, Game of Thrones and uh, different pornography. But I think that that connection has been really interesting throughout the ages. Um, DJ Grumpf. I know. Mm -hmm. um, there was a bit of a rivalry there. And I'll admit it, we dated. What can I say? I have a thing for guys next to boats. Wow, sounds like quite the life uh, that you kind of gave up there uh, with DJ Gronk. Probably, probably for the best, uh, because it kind of opens you up to new experiences and podcasts and uh you know, you get to see how kind of the lower classes live uh, with, uh, you know, the experience with Christine, which definitely helps to round a person. Not that you're, you know, you have, you're not round, definitely some beautiful curves, but some straight areas as well, which I think really complement the other ones. Brent, what are you saying with that? I think, Christine, this is a private conversation that you're just witnessing. So just keep your keep your comments uh, to yourself for now. Um. So like I said, I am a celebrity relationship expert, and I just wanted to share some of my expertise, if that's okay with you, Christine. Uh, you know, whatever you like to do, Bita, you are a guest here. You know, you're not just Christine's guest, but you're my guest as well, which in many ways is kind of more important. Um, so here's some pretty big news. Sir Bradley Wiggins has found love again after splitting from his wife in May. Bradley, 40, began dating PR executive Laura Hartshorn a few months ago after they met through mutual friends. The pair kept the relationship under wraps as they wanted to ensure it was serious. That's just my unique perspective. I probably didn't need to say all that because their story is so famous. I feel like everybody knows the Wigginses. At least I do. I'm a bit of a celebrity. I mean, I've been divorced a couple times now, so I feel like maybe I can... Okay, Christine, could you please stop like trying to interject here while Bita's talking? Neither of you have been divorced, and I have multiple times, so I just feel like maybe I have something to say about this. So what you're saying, Christine, you think only people with lived experience should be able to comment upon that experience? That's a bit elitist, don't you think? You wouldn't last one second at the boat show. DJ Grumpf would tear you apart. She's got you there, Christine, yeah. Oh, okay, well, I'm sorry. I'll I'll be quiet. You know, Bita, this really, I, I'm really glad that you're here because a lot of the time, Christine will, will really put herself up there as sort of this paragon of, you know, PC correctness. You know, it's pretty eye-opening the way she's talking over you. She's uh, explaining things to you, which I know is not good. It's kind of reverse sexism, and I think um, it's disgusting to see, and I'm really sorry you had to. Thank you so much for standing up for me. I feel like men do it all the time, but I feel like men don't do it enough. Well, I'm sorry. Okay, Christine. So uh, I'm a bit of an ally, and I'd say a fully ally when they deserve it. So I'm actually not familiar with any of the celebrities you mentioned today, but I find it really interesting uh, to hear about their personal lives, and I think our listeners will as well. I feel like nowadays, it's all about online hookups. But what can you expect from the lower classes? They're always swiping. It's disgusting. Like uh, Brigley Wiggins uh, met his wife and personal assistant. I think that it's, it's a bit more respectful way to uh, to kind of start a you know sexual encounter or relationship, whatever the other person prefers. And Christine, here's another thing. Um, you're all out of groceries. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, 
I'm not going to get home tonight until like 8 p.m. just because I ha- I have to go to the facility and clean up. So I-, I could I could go to the store like after that and then come home if you want to text me your list. I want to make a sandwich today. So I need you to pick up um two slices of bread, one slice of cheese. You know the shade of orange I want. I'm going to need two pieces of lettuce, half iceberg, half romaine. They have it in the back. Don't take no for an answer. And I'm going to need one dollop of mayonnaise. Check the bulk section. And one slice of ham. And make sure it's wet this time. Yeah, I mean, I totally understand that list. It's just that a, a lot of places don't let you just buy just like... figure it out, Christine. I can't solve all of your problems for okay. you. I will get it for you. And maybe we can have that movie night we've been talking about for a long time. Sure. How about you watch in your room and I'll watch in my room. But this time, I don't want to hear you crying. I mean, first of all, my room is now behind the couch, so I, 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 I won't really be able to see anything. I mean, the TV is in what my room used to be, which is your room now. So I, I, I would kind of need to, I guess I could sit outside the door and listen. Christine, that really sounds like a you problem, not a beta problem. Why can't you be more like Bradley Wiggins? My husband went to Florida three months ago to care for an ailing former lover. He told me she will be leaving him a sizable inheritance, and he has now suggested that we get a temporary divorce so he can marry her in order to get her entire estate. He claims it will be nothing more than a business arrangement. What should I do? I mean, definitely get break up and get the divorce because then you'll get all that money Mm. it seems like a pretty simple easy absolutely yes even if he has to like you know sleep in her bed or whatever i mean if she's really sick they're probably not going to be doing it this is an easy breakup here i think you know for, for the woman uh you know there's a bit of a there's a bit of a question mark but for this gentleman He's really got it made either way. Either he lives with a rich woman or that woman dies and he lives with, um, well, a soon-to-be rich woman. Um, Hopefully he doesn't remarry so he doesn't have to split that money with his old new wife. So I can tell these people aren't celebrities. So I'm not like really qualified to give advice. Maybe they should ask their parole officer or whatever, or whoever like hands out the checks to them every month. That's fair. I think that sometimes you've got an expertise and you want to not dilute that by sharing it with the basic uh, rabble that makes up the lower castes, you know, factory workers, bus uh, drivers, really anyone on the bus uh so so i i appreciate you keeping that pure hey i take the bus i have two brothers and two sisters we all earned a comfortable living and made plans for our retirement except for one he blew his money on cars vacations and gambling now he's broke he complains that we are a bad family because no one has offered to let him live with us what do i do this this family has has come apart i think that at a certain point, I mean, you know, mom and dad are gone. Yeah. If you guys are in retirement, really nothing keeping the family together. Uh, so I think kind of just go your separate ways. And uh, our social welfare system will probably take care of this guy. And if not, kind of he made his bed. And, uh, you know, the, the welfare state can only go so far. Again, these people just aren't celebrities. So I, I'm just not able to give advice. It wouldn't be fair. Well, I mean, do you think they should break up or not? Like, that's really the only question. Christine, what did I just say? I said I can't. I mean, I mean, I did have you on here to give 
advice so here's some advice to you christine shut the fuck up okay pretend you're at home and put a pillow over your face you love doing that you smell like a fucking cashew okay a refreshing take in my opinion definitely break up i mean i think i honestly think the family you make is much more important than the family that you're born with uh, I'm not talking to my dad right now. Looks like I might not ever be talking to him again. I don't know. I'm kind of worried, actually, because he has been calling me quite a bit. And Abdul said I'm not allowed to answer um, or listen to the voicemail messages. So I'm just a little worried. Oh, I hope this doesn't bump me down in percent. So, Christine, um, me and the other roommates have been talking and it's just not working out. I just don't feel like you're vibing with anyone else well, in my, the house. It's my dad's place, so, I mean, you guys kind of need me there. DJ Gronk's sister, DJ Gronkette, is moving into your room. What? She's coming over later today. So, you know what? Maybe pick up enough for two sandwiches. Um, okay, but I, but I mean, it's my dad, so, like, I would have to live there. He wouldn't be okay with me not Christine, I think you're getting pretty clear direction here from uh, Bita. And I think as one woman respecting another woman, uh, you should probably respect her wishes with the additional women uh, and kind of just move on. And I think, you know, a clean slate is probably best for everybody here. Right. But I mean, I would have nowhere to live. So I mean, if you guys are going to try to do this and try to like do some sort of a coup and kick me out, it's not going to work. I could just go talk to my well, I guess I can't talk to my dad right now. So we're going to have a house meeting later today. I'll see what I can do, but no promises. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. You're also not invited. I hear it loud and clear from the back of the couch. Yeah, well, that's all the time we've got on uh, today's uh, today's episode. I want to thank um, our guest, Bita, for joining us today. Bita, it's been a real, fre- uh, real refreshing breath of air. Uh, and I don't just say that in the sense that I can smell you inside of this uh, recording studio. But uh, of course, that is part of what I am saying. So I'd love to just, you know, send you a text or, um, you know, see what your availability is. Sorry, I don't know my own number. I never call myself. I really wish I could give it to you, but I just don't remember uh, it. Well, maybe we'll we'll talk about this afterwards and, you know, just um, just get your thoughts or maybe commitment to maybe meet up sometime this week. And if I could just get that, uh, you know, from you right now. Would love to hear that if you're, you know, interested. Well, thanks so much for having me. We've got a big boat show coming up pretty soon. So if you love new model boats and house electronica, then come by this Saturday and Sunday to the Vancouver Northern Wharf. Um, Christine, can you open the door for me, please? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to have to burn these clothes. This has been Constantine for dating tips and tricks and expert love advice. Uh, and with me, Christine Bordelin. Hello. Until next time, may your hearts be full. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special live on location segment of dating tips and tricks and expert love advice. And uh, I am Brent Constantine. Of course, I said live, but it's live for me, taped for you.
I'm out here on location searching the streets for the Boston Pizza Express trailer slash restaurant, which was stolen from me weeks ago, if you remember from the podcast, little podcast fans. And special thanks to Scooby-Doo1978 at Hotmail.com, who sent in this leading tip letter, which I'm going to read to you now. Hi, uh, I'm a big fan of the show and especially a big fan of yours, Christine. Mm. And I think you bring lightness and energy to the podcast and I listen to your voice over and over again. I hope we might meet up one day and would love for you to respond to this message and make it possible now that I'm single. No mention of me here in the letter. Uh, He goes on, anyway, I believe I have spotted the Boston Pizza Express trailer. Maria, and he uses quotation marks around her name, although it is her actual name. I do know I did a background check. Uh, Maria lives next to me in the neighborhood of And as you just heard, I have, of course, censored the neighborhood name, but, uh, and here's a bit of business, I have not censored the length of that name. So that beep you just heard does represent the full length of her street address. Uh, Not that I want um, anyone to take the law into their own hands, uh, which is what I'm doing now, and I think I'm in my right to do it. So it goes on here. I got especially suspicious when I saw the hundreds of bread bowls and bread bowling machine equipment being delivered to her home. But the main thing that gave it away was the large trailer in her front yard with the words Boston Pizza Express stenciled on the side. I would call the police, but I think the justice system has failed us enough over the years. I've always seen Maria and people like her to be everything that's wrong with our country and... Okay. Goes on here for a bit with some unrelated political information. And, uh, well, thank you, Scooby Doo 1978. And while I don't believe with some of the uh, racist uh, statements you're making, I definitely do agree with you that I am in my right for revenge. So thanks again. Okay, here, uh, I think this is, I think this is the, uh, the address, this is Maria's house. Oh, okay, there she is, there she is. I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna get, uh, gonna get inside the shrub here. And apologies if the audio is not great. I do not have a shrub filter on my microphone. I should have planned ahead um, that I was going to be inside of a shrub. Okay, here we go, here we go. I haven't really planned too much about what I'm gonna be doing to Maria, or at Maria. You know, I guess I should have probably thought about that. No, I wasn't talking to you. I'm just here in the shrub. I'm recording for my podcast. So just walk on, okay? Just keep walking. No, I'm just... No, I know who lives here, okay? No, I'm... Okay, okay, bye-bye. It's a bit of an issue. (laughs) You know, when you're on these live location shoots is uh, you've got to deal with fans. Oh, hold on, hold on. Who's just pulling up here? Pulling up in the uh, Escalade. It's a 99 or 2000, 2001 possibly. A bit more rounded as time went on. Who is that? Oh my god. Tony Express. What the fuck? What the fuck? Tony Express. Tony Express and Maria in cahoots together. Oh, this makes perfect sense. This makes perfect sense.
Oh, oh. Fallen right into the spider's web in the sense that their web of lies of two twin spiders living together and a third spider, myself, comes into their web and weaves a web of its own to trap those two initial spiders in a stronger and more powerful web. And they didn't see this coming at all. Almost ironic. Oh shit, they've looked over here. Yeah, I shouldn't have got to the center of this shrub. There doesn't really seem to be a, a way out. Okay, no, they're coming up. They're coming up. 